good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody that's listening right now. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cinematic Savants with Sean and Tommy. I am Tommy. And I am Sean. Now, let's just get to it, man. How, how you been doing this week, man? Good, man. Just same old man working and uh, enjoying the nice weather. You know, we had a nice break of uh, a couple of nice days here in a row. Nice 68, 70 um, days here, so... Can't beat that, man. Two or three days in a row with nice weather here. That's uh, in March. Uh, hard to fathom. So no, yeah. This is probably my second favorite season. I definitely like my fall weather. Oh, yeah, fall for me, if too. If I can just, because that's for me, that's the drive-in perfect weather right there. <laughs> just go out and yeah. drive in. It's nice and not too cold, not too hot. Like yep. springtime, it's, it's still unpredictable because I hate the rain unless I'm just trying to go to sleep in it. All right. Well, but for the most part, man, it's been a... Work has been sucking lately. I'm just trying my best to just muscle through the day just so I can just come home and just sit in front of my TV and just start watching stuff all over. Right. Again. Just trying to get to the weekend. I'm just like holding on tight to get to the weekend. I'm At the end of the day, I'm just crawling into my house. You know what I mean? I, I fall asleep at the door. Sometimes I unlock it. I'm falling asleep right there, you know, someday. So just trying to get to the weekend where I get a little bit of break. And so uh, I've definitely been watching some basketball. So. I've been watching basketball. I wish I can get into college sports. But really, I, I just can't yeah. get into it. Nah, I mean, I have no problem at all. It's, it's just as much as I like movies, I like sports too. You know, so uh, it's hard run sports on. So yeah. no, I rather just watch like professional babies like cry about their money. I can't hear about like college sports and all the scandals. <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah. I can and it feels like it. March Madness really isn't like March Madness. Like I feel like. The bracket got busted like the first week. Yeah, the first for damp, for couple like days. Yeah, of the field yeah, yeah. And if if anybody has a perfect bracket, I want to know about it because it's been upsets all over the place. Everybody, all the teams that they have, there's still a couple that's in there, but for the most part, most of the teams are gone. So no, I never really understood the concept of it being an upset because it's so unpredictable. It's so unpredictable. Can you really right. call it an upset if yeah. it's always like somebody is just going to get like tossed? It's kind of like watching the NFL playoffs. Like yeah. anybody can have one good game. It's not like the NBA where you get like a series. Yeah, yeah. You you have to beat somebody uh, four times in a row or four times out of a seven game series in a you know in hockey or baseball or NBA finals. And you know in um, college basketball, March Madness, you got one game to get it right. You have an off game and you, you're going home. So yeah, yeah well. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for everybody in your, your busted-ass brackets, yeah, this man. Yeah, busted all up. So. No. <laughs> all right. so, let's get to our standing ovation right. for this week. Um, I'll let you go first. What you got for us? Well, you know, uh, first I want to be um, want to be cognizant of uh, the people who, who uh, lost their lives uh, this last couple of days in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And just recently yesterday with uh, Boulder, Colorado. Uh, yeah, we want to be sensitive. That. Sensitive yeah. that uh, it's not just about movies and having a good time. There are serious things going on, and we definitely don't want to hear about you know um, things like this, especially with COVID going on. COVID is enough. Mm-hmm. People losing their life over with COVID, and now we got you know sh- mass shootings, and it's starting to become the norm. You know, and I hate, and that's a ridiculous thing to say. That is probably the most unpredictable thing I've ever thought that we would get yeah. like. Mass shootings will become normalized to a certain extent. Right, uh, it's shocking to hear, but you know, it's, it's we're just into twenty twenty one, and it's already kind of rough, you know. And that's the last thing I wanted to hear. So I wanted to be, you know, cognizant of that, and you know, say my, you know, word of prayers with the families of the victims. Yeah. So but. yeah, my condolences and prayers go out to all the families out this yes, week. Sir. This yes, sir. been a terrible week, just an up and down week of just sadness, and that's you. That's usually why I stay off of social media, right? Because a lot of people out there are just they just feed off negativity, and just yeah. a lot of this stuff just won't go away. It's not like I'm not trying to like toss it away completely, not mm-hmm. think about it, but because I know I have to embrace it, just right. kind of like help my kids try to understand the world that they're living in right yeah, now. But rough. this is just like tragic shit tragic. that I have to keep looking at all mm-hmm. over my feed. So damn, yeah. it's just yeah. that's really hard to watch. Yeah. So we, I just wanted to say that for tonight um but uh back to the topic at hand we got for me tonight i'm gonna go with my salute to ryan gosling all right my man you would what you know about ryan man, 
Gosling, I, man. Ryan Gosling, man. <laughs> you know, I, you know I'm, I'm comfortable with my myself and my sexuality, man. That is a beautiful man uh, and uh, one uh, hell of an actor, man. Yeah, Ever since yeah, I saw him, yeah. like, remember the Titans. Yeah, I was going to say remember the Titans. Remember the Titans when I first noticed him. Uh, he was young, real, real young yeah. man, you know. He's not so I think much. He was actually a Disney actor, kind of like. Yeah, he was in that Disney Club okay. stuff. I don't know exactly what movies, but um, remember the Titans is a Disney. I think it was joint. like a yeah. Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, okay, Mickey Mistaken. Mouse Club. There's a lot like of Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Aguilar, yeah, they all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna give my shout out to Ryan Gosling, but in for for the most part, why I'm doing that is um, he made a movie called Drive. Oh my God! This is why you're my partner on the yes, podcast. Yes, yes, that yes. is an amazing. Movie. Would I just you got believe? Would you believe that's a top ten movie for me? I don't know if I would put it in my top that, twenty, but it is definitely a stupid underrated movie. Yes, I because you, obviously I like him. I like and I like Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, always, Ron Perlman again is in this. Yes, uh, we talked about that, and he's uh, he plays a perfect little mob. I think of Al Brooks was also in that who yeah. did like the voice on Finding Nemo, The Dead. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. one. Of, yeah, that was a different role for him. Kind of like how I saw like Tom Cruise in Collateral. Like okay. I didn't imagine him. Taking yeah, out that yeah, role. and we have um, Poe Darren in this from Star Wars. The uh, the fire jet fighter in the First Awakens. He's a, a big role. I just heard Darth Vader when we said that. It's just kind of coincidence. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm right, not now, tripping. Right, he, didn't, he, he didn't like that Poe Darren reference. Right. But um, My yeah, apologies. yeah, yes, yes. So yeah, he, he's in there too. But that movie was it just blew me away. There wasn't a lot of dialogue, but you understood exactly what was going on. Now, I would definitely say that movie had one of my personally top ten favorite movie openings. Like yeah. that, the, it's so dope. It's so it was dope. so eerie. The music yes. was perfect, and it was actually oh, a, not God. like a stupid like car chase. You would see yeah. like the nineties car <laughs> screeching all mm-hmm. over the place and crashing and stuff. No, this was like a realistic like car chase of how he was actually maneuvering through the scenery of like the right. night. Yeah. It yeah. was so beautiful. And that's the intro into the movies. Some of the you know, some of the things he's doing is he's telling he he's like a he's like a getaway driver. Yeah. And uh but he has rules to what he can do and what he's going to he's willing to do. Mm-hmm. And um he's just a very, very quiet he doesn't say a whole lot. He's very matter of fact. Um, ends up meeting a nice young lady. Um, she doesn't have a whole lot going on in her life. Her her husband, who is in jail, and she's kind of down in the slump. So he kind of takes a liking to her. But it's, it's just the, the score again. Yep. So the score has this '80s techno. The music just is perfect. You know, what I mean, the color I have a in the few movie. Of those so. songs in my phone Me too. Because I heard it from that, that damn know? movie. Yes, yes, I have some of that on my Spotify. Oh my god! And that's yeah. what made me so much, so much like it. And I, I just liked, um, I just like what he did in this movie. Um, he just took a, another. Uh, he took a different turn for me. I didn't think I would see him in that light. You know, I know I he saw him. He was in the Notebook, and uh, you know, he was in, in one of the new, uh, the new Blade Runner. Um, that was actually really good it was really good great visual in that movie so oh man it's such a beautiful movie to watch yes it is I love that stuff but Drive is I'm gonna give it to him just be not just because of Drive but Drive is one of my main reasons that's because one of my top 10 movies of all I it just blew me away and I I didn't think a lot of people have seen Drive or if you it was on Netflix for a long time maybe just last couple uh, months ago oh no I own it oh you own it yeah I I actually thought I I had it I don't know what I did with it but uh, if you get a chance to watch people, if you get to watch Drive, you haven't seen it. I may, it might have came out 2011, maybe 2010. Roughly around that yeah, it's, it's been out for some years. But uh, Ryan Gosling, for the ladies, you get to see Ryan Gosling. Uh, but he's... Um, and Oscar he, Isaac is in that movie. He is. Too. And like that's Oscar became, Isaac is Poe Darren from Star yeah, Wars. So yeah, that was before yeah, he yeah. came. He was like a, it's a small role, but still, yeah. like, yeah. that was a great movie with some great Yeah, he, he's kind of creepy, and he's, he's the one who's the, the, the lady's uh, husband who's getting out of jail, who... Ryan Gosling takes a liking to so yeah. get a chance to watch Drive. My salute is to uh, Ryan Gosling this week. So. My man, I, yeah, I, 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 you know how hard it is to find somebody that loves that movie like I do. Oh, great! I just, oh I don't know, man. Every time I get a chance to see that, I watch that, and it no matter what I'm doing. So, yeah. all right, Ryan Gosling, man, yes. bravo. Man. Oh yes, for and sure. if for nothing else, he got Eva Mendes, and they, they yeah got some beautiful babies. He can't go wrong. He goes home to something nice every night. God bless. So, him. And he plays that Drive soundtrack. Get her right in the mood. Wearing a scorpion jacket, yeah, and that silver scorpion oh, jacket, yeah, God. with blood's probably still on it, yeah. So, <laughs> love yes. that movie, great right, movie, awesome. awesome. All right, now my stand ovation for this week is going to go to Mahershala Ali. This dude has 
very, very quietly became mm-hmm. one of my favorite actors of all time. Okay. Even the short stint of his career, even though I think mm-hmm. he's about 46, 47. Yeah, yeah. This dude is a seriously talented man, mm-hmm. a talented actor. He's already a two-time Oscar winner. Because right. I know he won for the Green Book. I think he won the other one for Moonlight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was when he was. Uh, it's, um, is that the one where he's a bisexual, uh, a homosexual? Yeah, they yeah, had that yeah, story. Yeah. yeah, that I had. I haven't seen that mm-hmm. because I I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. I just I, I, I put some it, movies into wildly my queue. Pop, wildly popular movie though. Yeah. I know, and I remember that was the year that they had that little snafu at the Oscars where uh, they thought La La Land won. Yeah, and then it yeah. Ended up being, I was, it was like the most awkward thing mm-hmm. I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that it's was... like two baby daddies at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen something. Man, jeez. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> no, yeah. but he is one of my favorite actors. He is. He's been in a Green Book. He's been in a Moonlight. Uh, he was in Predators, even though I know you hated that movie. But he was. He, he was in Predators. Movie. Yep, he was in it. He was like the. You know how they had like different um, different killers from different like areas of the. Uh, that was him. He, that he was, him, was like super had, buffed up, though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was buffed up, bald yeah. head, man. He was like I a, did not know that. He was, was like a soldier from uh, Sierra Leone or something. Yeah, and like he that. kept getting into with the, the jail guy, the guy who was in prison. Yeah, uh, prison. Walt, Walter Guy. No, yeah, okay. I, 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 I'm one of those people where I know the actors' names. Okay, I, okay. I, I looked at that because yeah. he's another good actor mm-hmm. of mine. But he was in Predators. He was in um, what else was he in? He was in um. The Benjamin Button movie. He was um, Tri uh, P Henson's uh, husband. Right. Okay. He played in that um, uh, 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 Kita, uh, t- uh, the Battle Angel. Um, oh, Alita. Alita Battle Angel. That he was, in was that. a very it, underrated movie. It was. I enjoyed it. Out. You know who told me about that? Our man Joe Woodfin. Joe Woodfin oh. from last week. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> was another shout out to Joe for that one. He told me about that, and I gave it a. A gig, and he was he was in that movie. Yeah, so. that was a really good movie. I don't. I heard they coming out with a sequel. Yeah, it was really for that one, but that one was too. a really good movie. One. I think my kids enjoyed that one. Yeah, too. yep, yep. It was a great uh, visual for that, and he's um paying tribute to my win uh, Wesley Snipes and supposedly the new Blade. He is going to be the new Blade. Yes, yes. yes, yes. I forgot about that yes. because they they announced that at um, um, Comic Con yeah, like yeah. A, a year or so ago. Right, right. They starting to get the scripts in there and everything rolling on that. So now I wasn't too sure about that because I because for Wesley Snipes to work on that, like he actually was a martial artist. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Marshall Ali has in his background as far as being a fighter, but he feel like he could look the part. Right, I think he's right. taller, much right. taller than Wesley. Right, he's so. a big guy. He's a, a he has a nice physique. Uh, he can he can pull it off. Uh, and Wesley Snipes uh, sent an interview that he's got all his blessings. You know what I mean? So and of course, there was nothing he can do about that. But uh, yeah, well, I ooh. wish he would have stopped Sticky Fingers from becoming like that TV version of Blade. That was trash. Yeah, yeah, we did. Nah, that fell off so bad. But yeah, he's gonna yeah. be the new Blade. So yeah. once again, Marvel, you you're doing a good job. They you're are. doing some great casting. They are. Yeah. All right, now so Mahershala Ali, I salute you, man. I am very impressed with what you've done so far. So you have nothing but you know, you know, a fan in me right now because I don't think he can miss. He's going. He might be our next Denzel if he can keep. Oh, this hopefully, up. hopefully, yeah. yeah, I hope so. Him and um, it would have been Chadwick Boseman if he would have continued on too. You know, sad, every sad. I, every time I yeah, hear that name, yeah. I just oh, I get sad. Hurts, hurts. Now I shouldn't be sad because he, you know, he left a good legacy. It's yeah. not like he died in vain. He did some mm-hmm. great things, but. Still, just like Kobe or something like that, just this is just, just tragic. Horrible. It was tragic. Oh, know, man. So. so yeah, thank you, Marshall Lee. Yes. You are one of my favorites, and I can't wait to see oh, your yeah. next project. Yes, well, me too, man. All right, so binge worthy. Now, I haven't really been binging mm-hmm. any show this week. For some reason, I still go to old shows that's on HBO Max because HBO Max is my favorite right now. But I'm gonna give a shout out to Netflix for this show because this is a show that I watched. I think. Over uh, COVID, like when COVID first hit last year, and I've been stuck at home with my kids, mm-hmm. bored out of my mind, <laughs> driving me crazy, like thinking about divorce. Like, right. hey, yeah, all y'all need to go. <laughs> the pets, take all of them. Yes, yeah, just go for a walk. God damn it. Oh, now, this was a show on Netflix that came out, I think, about two years ago. It's called Bodyguard. It came on Netflix. It's exclusively on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a UK show. Mm-hmm. It's about, a, I think he's like a formal special ops kind of guy. And he's like transitioning to be like a, a bodyguard for this um, political figure. I think she's like the prime minister of the UK or something like that. But this show was very, very, very well written oh, okay. for what it was. It really, really snuck up on me because I watched it because I was bored. But 
first episode, I was completely <laughs> engaged. I was okay. like, oh, snap. See, that's why I like Netflix because forever five bad shows they have like one good one that's yeah. like solid and somebody's signing off on these mo- shows and movies so somebody's gotta where be. they get the budget to make all these trash uh, movies and shows charges me seventeen ninety nine a month for having a 4k tv and well i don't necessarily need that but i got the 17 dollar month somehow so i'm about to say yeah. that last price jump i looked at yeah. my netflix account with all my other accounts i'm like mm-hmm. netflix do you deserve my money because no, you ain't yeah. really give me <laughs> nothing but then again they like, do sneak one on you here and there and they do have their originals that you can always you go back and watch anytime you want. So I ain't going back to watch Orange is New Black. I'll, yeah. I'll still watch Stranger Things. Oh, I'll man. still watch that over and Stranger over. Stranger Things is still my number one show in there. So they do have yeah. a few good shows, but mm-hmm. this was a great. It's like a six episode uh, series, okay. so it's a limited series. Uh, is this gonna... based on the movie Bodyguard? With, with no, it is Kevin nothing Costner? like that. Oh, okay. This one is like a complete one eighty. It's like real, like real action, like real blood splattered all over the place when oh, it was like man. shootouts and stuff. Dang. Like it had like a one sniper scene mm-hmm. was completely worth everything that I watched it for. This sniper scene was amazing. And I was like, oh man, because you know, I didn't expect Netflix to do something like that, but this was an incredible show. It's six episodes. It's about 58 minutes per episode. So it'll keep you engaged for a while over okay. the weekend. But if you guys watch that, I guarantee you, you will be pleasantly surprised with the story writing for this one. And this is still um, airing on Netflix. Oh yeah. Um, Netflix ain't get rid of their stuff. They, should, <laughs> yeah, they need they to do. delete some episodes, yeah. but this one, if it got deleted, I'm definitely writing an angry letter. The older uh, I get, the more I like <laughs> to complain. Yeah, me too. I found myself complaining about somebody's loud music yesterday. I'm sitting there in the house and I hear the, you know, the, the beats going off. I'm like, God damn, no, I'm going to turn loud, that down. Loud music man. don't bother me. Like, yeah. I still got, I gave my son my old floor speakers. Uh-huh. I used to have my mom's house, and for some reason, the weird thing about me is loud music, like in the headphones, helps me uh-huh. get rid of my headache. Okay, well, that's different. It usually gives me a headache, but no, I don't know why it works. But if I have a headache, I'm blasting music in my ear, so uh, don't bother me. I don't know why it works. That's different. Though. That's a different take. But all right, the older you get, the more you understand your body. Man. Yes, yes, I know it, man. This ibuprofen in the morning immediately when I wake up. So yeah, <laughs> I pop that before I even think about getting food. I know, man. I gotta have that ibuprofen or. Tylenol, whatever it may be to get you by it. So. Yeah, I still get up in the middle of the night to pee. I got to stretch to go pee. Yeah. That's how my body is at right now. <laughs> oh, I, I sleep through the night for the most part, but if I just happen to wake up, yeah, I, I got to go. Yeah, I might sure. have a sleep insomnia or something. I, yeah. I, I can't stay asleep. You don't sleep good, huh? Yeah. No, I sleep about four hours and I'm good. Really? You, that's what... No, because I go to bed late, even though I try to go to bed mm-hmm. like at a certain time, but for the most part, I'm I'm up at 4.30 every morning. Wow. So for the most part, I'm, I fall asleep around 11.30 midnight, Jeez. no matter what. I'm the opposite. I can't get up in the morning. I'm not a morning person, even though I work a, a first ju- a first shift job. I can't get up. It's like I never done it, but I've been doing this for eight nine years, and I still can't get used to it. You know, so yeah, well, so hey, yeah, yeah. but definitely check out Bodyguard the on Bodyguard. Netflix, everybody. Bodyguard. I know damn near the whole country has Netflix. If y'all haven't got to the past, right? You know, being knocked off. So <laughs> I don't know when they're gonna start that, but hey, you still probably, got it. If they were smart, they wouldn't tell us. It would just happen overnight, yeah, and then yeah. everybody's gonna be pissed off. Just leave it alone, man. Let everybody have something, you know. So yeah, COVID is almost over, man. Get the yeah. hell out the house for sure, for sure. Yeah, and on, on a positive note on that, they're, they're here in our state of Indiana. They're announcing that uh, the mask mandate will be lifted on April fifth, and everybody over sixteen can now sign up for vaccinations. So the April f- April fifth. Yep. Damn. It's right around the corner. That's really soon. Yeah, so. I yeah. thought they weren't going to do that until like May when like the vaccination was available for damn near everybody in the country. But Yeah, oh, well, hey. You man. know what that means? <laughs> right. Theaters got to start opening then. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll be more comfortable going to the theaters then, you know. I mean, we'll be vaccinated. So, you know, that that's our sense of relief. We're, we're, we're coming to a, a positive thing. It's never going to be positive, but we're coming to some kind of uh, – sun you know some kind of sun ray on it you know what i mean a, a, a yeah. nice a nice uh glimpse of something you know what i mean into the tunnel so if we can get this vaccination uh this would make a, a lot of people a little more easy you know, yeah you know. i've been reading a lot of articles about how covid has changed a lot within the movie industry right, as far as right. how distribution is going right. we might have to dedicate an entire episode to that because i've yeah. been reading a lot on it yeah me too me too i and know a couple of things too, i know man. marvel not marvel i keep saying marvel but you know the disney company yeah. they been putting out article well they've been articles about disney lately about how they're changing how they're distributing their movies now about yeah. how they're going to go split okay and the movie theaters are not happy about yeah that. because they're not getting their they're not getting their full cut i mean if you were if you're going to release uh you know if say for instance the justice league in the movie theaters you know that's not that's not that's taking money out of their pockets you know mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I could see them being pissed I off. I'm sure that. they were yeah. going to stand their ground of uh, like, well, we're going to release exclusively mm-hmm. our movies in theaters. We're going to keep our shows there, correct? correct. Movies in the theaters, but I can't imagine them doing like a dual release of Black Widow, right? And because they... I, I, that was one of those movies where I'm, I refuse to watch it in my house because I have to watch it in like an actual theater. Gotcha, gotcha. Because that's yeah. like a bit big budget movie like yeah. you paid a lot of money for this i want to experience the way that you correct you know, made it for us yeah that makes sense yeah because they're wanna... doing a lot of dual releases especially with i think uh what is it king kong versus Godzilla yeah. coming out yeah. like a week or so yeah so, yeah. so we'll see maybe they're just not too optimistic about it doing its numbers this year since people are still scared but right they got to do something because tenant did not save the industry no no and, and people are going to still be on the fence even if they do get the shot you know it's going to be in maybe another year before we really get back to some kind of normalcy with going to the movies on every Friday or Saturday, whatever you get to go out. So, um, I think it's going to be a while. So. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. But you, we, you got any shows that yeah, you I got binge? one. Um, this, this one's also been out for a while. I don't know the exact airing date, but, um, I want to say maybe 2011 through 14 could be, but, um, it was on Netflix for a while and it went away, but it's called the killing and it's, <gasps> Oh yeah. damn! I forgot about that show. show. I was like addicted to it, that. Me too, man. That's got um the Joe Kinner. Uh, is his name Kinnerman? The Joe, only way Joe I knew him is like um he's Rick the dude Flag. That was in, uh, Rick Flag and, and he was uh, a RoboCop. Yeah, he was the new RoboCop. Yeah, I, I was trying to throw that in the back. Uh, I, I'm not saying it was a good movie, but I he it wasn't a, great, but it wasn't terrible. He, he plays in this altered carbon movie show, uh, carbon show on Netflix too. That I, I, I gave it a quick chance, and I just didn't hold up. Uh, also, I heard a lot of people say like it started out good, but then yeah, got lost at the end. Right, right. And so, I think Anthony Mackie did like season. Yeah, two yeah. Bit. He's the new. He took over for this Joe. I, I probably guy. need to watch it just uh, just to kind of just get in there and just try to get it out of my system. But, just like but I watched it. But. This killing show takes place in Seattle, Washington, and it's this ominous, dark vibe, and it's always raining. And it's, and it's true. Every episode is raining. It's a kill. It's a missing girl who. Um, she goes missing and they, they don't know who killed her. She got, she was, she was killed and left and it's just, it leads you down these dark paths. Um, Joe Kinnerman is not even the, um, the, he's a co-star. I can't remember the other girl's name, but it's, I a, just remember that she was in the movie with uh Brad Pitt. I right. Was, uh, right. World War Z. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't that. She wasn't that. Yeah. Uh, her character in this is, uh, she's a police officer. She's a, uh, inspector or a, um, you know, um, on crime scene investigation and she's got the case and, this takes you down a dark, dark road, and mm-hmm. you, you you don't know what happens until the very last episode. But it keeps you coming back because everything has like twists and turns, and um, you, you you just have to give it a chance. Uh, I think it might be on Amazon Prime now, maybe, but um, you might be able to rent it on Amazon Prime. I don't know how they do it, like as far as renting or anything, but I know it, it it might be on Amazon Prime. But it was a really good show. I, it caught me off guard, and just the that just the the scenes in the is really really dark. And um, it felt like uh, a TV series version of Gone Girl to me. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like a lot of twists and turns. Like the more right. you learn, the more like fucked up this shit is. I was it, like, oh man, it was great. It's a definitely a, a sad sadness to it yep. because it was a young girl and then she was in her prime. She was really pretty, and somebody killed her. And the whole movie, they're trying to get to the bottom of this, and it's costing this lady her life. It's costing her 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 marriage. It's costing her her relationship with her mom, you know. What I mean, so she for whatever she has to do, she has to get to the bottom of this, and it's, it's her case. And and Joe Kinnaman, he comes in and he helps out, and uh, it just takes you down a dark, dark road. And I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I, I forgot about that, but uh, I forgot about yeah, that. And yeah. I was obsessed with this show. Yeah, like, me as too. Soon as it came out. Me too. A buddy at work told me about it one time, and. I went home one night and I was like, "Yeah, I can't stop watching it." You know what I mean? I know, so, it's so damn good. Yeah. Like, I think that might have where it started with my insomnia. Like, I would stay up late watching this. Really, show. really. It was so damn good. Yeah, yeah. I was completely taken back right. by how good it was. Right, and it's a it's a crime scene investigation movie. It's a thriller. Uh, if you like these type of things, you wouldn't want to watch The Killing. It's going to get you uh, right in that good in, in a mode for that. So yeah, so give that one a chance. I think it's on Amazon Prime, like I said. So. Thank you for reminding me about yeah, that. I man. completely forgot about that yeah. show. And how obsessed I, I, was I thought I was the only one on the planet watching this for a while. Uh, me and my <laughs> wife was definitely watching that. Yes, and if this, my show is like engaging to my wife. I know it's good. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. Uh, I think both men and women would like this, uh, and you feel the 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 panic, and you feel the sense of urgency with the actors in this show. You feel how they want to get to the bottom of this poor girl's death. So if you get a chance, watch the killing. I want to say it's on Amazon Prime. 
No, let me look up her name because I really feel like I need to give her like a shout out. Yeah, I don't know her. Was, her like, name. She hasn't been in a lot of like shows or movies. Like, like if you see her, sure. Okay, I just looked up her name. Sarah I can't Lin- pronounce that. Nope, I went to public schools. Nope. All right. Is this Sarah Linden or? No, it's um. Is that her? Let me see that. Because I remember she was a redhead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she plays the, uh, her actress. The name of the actress is Sarah. Uh, the uh, character is, is Sarah Linden, but her real name is something French that we are. Yeah, we went to public school. We didn't go. <laughs> we don't uh, know how to pronounce it. Yeah, Muriel Inno. Morelli. Yeah, Inno. Great actress. She. You feel her. You feel her in this show. You feel her sense of pain and urgency. And um, yeah, she did a really good job. She on does. That show. She's wearing no makeup the whole show, <laughs> the whole no, uh, yeah, she season. She was like you know, really rough. Rough in it, rough in it, and and you know everything is going against her. She's in a male-led uh, society, the male-led police department yeah, in Seattle, it's Washington. It's not like SVU. Where, no, you know, no, <laughs> no, no. There's no, there's no uh, positives in this, uh, except for it's a good show. It's not a, a lovey-dovey. Let's you know end on a high note kind of thing. This is a dark, dark show so if you give it a chance i think you'll enjoy it all right now let's get to our next segment our next mag- ne- i can't even speak tonight next segment is going to be now showing now mm-hmm. this is where we're just going to discuss movies that's released like theater and dvd and streaming of course and there's only one that has come out that i have to talk about and all that right. is the snyder cut of justice league okay see i didn't I gave it about 15 minutes. <laughs> I have to, uh, I can't comment too much. Other thing, the only thing I can comment so far is that they cut the the screening into like a, a, a box, like on my TV. It's like this box yeah. with black bars on the, I didn't, I thought it was something wrong with my TV for a quick second. No, they, they literally put that at the beginning of it. Like this was shown in like four, three, like formats. Just because right, Zack right. Snyder wanted that to be the format. Kind of like the, the, um, the big old, the big um, um, IMAX screens. Uh, I think that's what he's going for. Maybe. Uh, I don't no, know. No. Yeah. Well, Whatever he did, I'm just going to say my letter grade for this one was a B plus. Really? Well, so now you're giving this, me more confidence to watch It's a four-hour movie because yeah, you know yeah. I can sit through that. But yeah. it, this was a four-hour movie that was well worth my right. time. Okay, okay. Because I liked how we started as opposed to the original. You saw the original one. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you remember the original like opening scene? It was like some, I don't know. It was like a, the world was in turmoil, and it was like some... I don't know some some foreigners being harassed by some white kids at their grocery store knocking over. So it was like the dumbest mm-hmm. opening yeah, yeah. that I've ever seen. I was like, "What the hell is this guy right. doing? Superman dying? <laughs> like people are racist now?" Yeah, <laughs> it it made no sense. So the more and more I saw like the the original one, I compared to this one. Mm-hmm. This one is easily five times better. Oh man! So now I'm more out. excited. I'm more excited to go see because it. they they hit my all my checklists. Like mm-hmm. for one, the story had to make sense all the way through. And like I said, when you give him his Snyder cut, mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense about what his vision was for the movie. So I like the opening of it, how they changed that because you have to guess you said it's all the first 15 minutes. Yeah, like the, I, I, yeah, yeah. Like the Superman yell, like how it like ricocheted throughout the world, uh-huh, how everybody uh-huh. like knew like you know Superman died. Right. Right. I I actually liked that because mm-hmm. they actually gave like a little bit of more of a. A vibe of where the movie was and how the world was like everybody's okay. feeling the death of superman so i did like that yeah. i liked how they gave cyborg my next checklist an actual backstory now, now is this a sequel or is this uh, just a remake of justice League? it's the remake because you can tell the scenes that they kept from the josh whedon version like okay. the one that Zack snyder mm-hmm. shot but they didn't keep all of it and how you once you see this compared to the other one you can tell that Whedon fucked that movie. Okay, so up. now I'm in a whole different mindset. I thought this was supposed to be a sequel. No, not a sequel. This. this is literally like him, like, like if you just take that Josh Whedon thing, balled up, throw it in the trash. Okay. And well, they're saying, like, no, don't don't judge us off this one. This is the real movie that we geez, want to this make. This got to be a slap in the face to him. Wow. Well, if you saw Justice League, he slapped us all in the face. <laughs> he did, yeah. Like, yeah. I wasted, like, two hours right. of my time. Even- I was wondering why we were starting over with Aquaman and... Someone him meet Aquaman and Aquaman throw him up against the wall. I was wondering why we were going through that again. You know what I mean? Oh no, he like completely like just like rewrote everything okay. that Josh. You see what Josh Whedon put in, mm-hmm. you see what Snyder did. Okay, yeah. Now I like, like that interaction that he had, and like it was kind of like a little bit off when I started seeing yeah. him sing when he started swimming off. I'm like, 
Oh, yeah. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had a, those the girls or the people, yeah, they the town up people. His sweater like it was yeah. Jason Momoa for real. Yeah, <laughs> like ooh, yeah. ooh, he left his scent on. Obviously, his... they worship him. So yeah, yeah. So you got to see more of that. You got to see more of, like, like I said, Cyborg his backstory because I did like his backstory and I think he's probably like the. They say he's like the heart of this movie, and it mm-hmm. really is because they they show like what he had to go through to become what he became. Okay, I liked how they gave. They gave kind of like a recut of, um, <coughs> pardon me, how they redid Steppenwolf. Okay. Because yeah. the first Steppenwolf and that first one, it, it it didn't scare me. He didn't yeah. feel like a really good bad yeah, guy. He... I didn't know his all what his real plan was, uh-huh. like what he was doing. But then in this one, they actually gave like an actual explanation of why he was doing this. Okay, okay. Now that's what I need to watch because, like I said, I'm not. I haven't been a huge, huge comic book head, and I had never heard of Steppenwolf until this. The last uh, Justice League, yeah. But this one was a lot different on how they introduced him. He looked more menacing. Mm-hmm. You actually saw, like, what his actions were, like his plot for everything. Okay. And they gave us Dark Side. They yeah, no, us- that's what I'm ready to. I had heard of him before, <coughs> yeah, especially through the Superman comics and uh, well, cartoons or whatever. But, I, I, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's what I want to see. Now, you remember the original Josh Whedon one where they gave you, like, a flashback of what, like, Steppenwolf did when he originally came, like... Yeah, how he, uh... Yeah, he was trying to destroy the... the Now, this version, Mm -hmm. they took him out of that scene and they put Darkseid in it. Oh, okay, okay. So, it it felt Mm -hmm. more meaningful Mm -hmm. as to why, like, oh, like, what they did. And there were some other things that kind of confused me, but I like how they did that part. What is Steppenwolf to Darkseid? Just his minion? Like, what is he... Pretty much, like, his minion. Like, he's, Mm. like... uh, Steppenwolf just worships Darkseid. So, he's kind of like, um... I gotta compare it to Marvel. Kind of like how Ronan... Like, um, kind of like looked up a worship to like Thanos, Thanos, even though he kind of like hated him, low, low key like, hated yeah, him. Yeah, just using him to get <laughs> yeah, certain things. Yeah. That's why he had to do it himself. That's pretty much what yeah. Stephen Wolf did. Gotcha, in this movie. Gotcha. Like, he was just doing this just to get the mother boxes so he can conquer right. right. Earth. Because apparently, in this one, they were trying to get some kind of anti life equation or something mm-hmm. that he originally tried to do on the Earth so he can conquer it. And I guess. It got confusing to me about how did they not know that Earth was where he did this the first time? It's right. like they yeah. got completely lost. Okay. Right. So, at the very least, they did they humanized Steppenwolf a little bit more as far mm-hmm. as what he was trying to do. They definitely gave a little bit more of a they gave better dialogue in the movie as far as how Wonder okay. Woman and Batman was talking to each other. Okay. Not like that stupid. Remember, like the bat scene argument about, hey, like, oh, did Steve Trevor tell you that? Like, yeah, yeah. They took that out. They took that out because I hated that. Yeah, and he was trying to hit her real deep with that one. So, you oh, know, it she, hit deep. It hurt me. In yeah, the I know. When I, saw it. I was like, ooh, I know. That's kind of low on Batman. And it felt know? better yeah. for me watching that because it right. gave more meaning to Wonder mm-hmm. Woman nineteen eighty four about why she felt stung by that. Yeah, because yeah. you see him return. But even then, don't watch Wonder Woman. Is she immortal? I guess she is because the. Uh, she's like thousands of years old. She doesn't age. I don't know if her so, leaving so her. she's a cougar. <laughs> you know, nah, I like my cougars. Man. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. They're over wrong. 40, man. I'm, yeah. I'm at it. <laughs> okay, okay. But I they didn't did know that her. better. Okay. They yeah. did the, they gave Flash better scenes in this one. They didn't try to give him like the, the comic relief that they tried to do in the first one where he had like unnecessary like lines where he was trying to be funny or something. They took all that out and they made it more serious. Now with the actors, did they have to go through all this again? Yeah. I heard like all of them were on board far as reshooting a lot of scenes because they couldn't finish it the first time Mm because he left the project. So Uh. in this one, they definitely, you can definitely tell that they did some new scenes. Right. Right. And they introduced the, the Martian Manhunter. Hmm. Okay. Because he apparently he's the character in uh, Man of Steel, the um, the black guy, the general. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. He's the Martian yeah. Manhunter. He's really? like, been here on Earth all this time. So he is. Yeah. Wow. That's him. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. The, yeah. The backstory on him was like he's been here all this time, but he's just he's saying like he has a stake in this planet too, so he wants to help save it. So he didn't join them for like the fight per se, but you kind of see him in like a I guess a post credit scene like how. You know, you know, telling Batman like I appreciate what you did, bringing all the yeah, bringing all the people together. Okay. So and I'm I'm here to help whenever I can. Like, because uh, a lot of rumor I heard online was they were going to try throwing um, Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, Dick Turner, oh, put him in, like man. a post credit scene. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know if he even wants to do that. You so. kind of want to get it right for Green Lantern because I really yeah. feel bad because it didn't feel complete as like a Justice League without the Green Lantern there. Gotcha. They definitely did the. The Green Lantern in the original mm-hmm. like uh, flashback scene with Darkseid fighting. Okay. So they did the same thing in this one, but 
does not see a Green Lantern in Justice League. It feels weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like he is part of that that their their group. So yeah. Yeah, but you know, black suit Superman. I I liked how they. <coughs> pardon me. I liked how they did the um, the Superman resurrection scene. Mm-hmm. Like that was slightly different, and the fight was a little bit different. It wasn't too far off from what okay. the original one was. Like, as you can tell, that was Snyder's version. Okay. Of okay. But this cool. one, like the, Batman, didn't have no stupid ass lines or whatever. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little smart aleck. Uh, yeah. No, and it was just it was it was just an all around better movie, and I, I I actually watched it four times. You watched it four times? Yep. You, a four hour movie. You watched four all times. the way through, all the way through each time. Man, it geez. was it was good. I was absolutely. Were you finding these four hour uh, intervals? I got a family, so I got plenty of time to <laughs> run away. Man, jeez, the kids burning up the house. Wife running around chasing them. You know, well, I'm in here watching Justice League again. Oh, no, man. no, you stay up late on the weekend. You can watch it. Okay, yeah. Like, watch it at night. Watch it first thing in the morning because I wake up early just to. I'm gonna get, get it in before our next episode. But dog, four, it was hard for me to find four hours. Like I said, I was watching basketball and I had stake in the games. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a a gambler per se, so I have stake in the game. So I'm, I can't turn away. I wanted to. I wanted to, but I got and my team is still in it too. So. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna get to it before that. But I believe you watched it four times. Wow, man, that's yeah. I yeah. was absolutely in awe. How, right. how getting good your money's worth for that. Jeez. No, I expected it to be better because it couldn't be worse than that mm-hmm. bullshit that they gave us. But okay. this one was, oh god, it was so good. I love what he did, especially the end fight. The end okay. fight is what I judge movies on. Mm-hmm. When it's superhero movies. This was an absolutely great end fight that they had with Stephen Wolf. Wow. It was great. Do the, the dark side guy comes in? Come in the darks he shows up. He's not in the fight, but he kind of shows up like when Stephen Wolf like comes back and to that little um, base that he had. I got you. Got you. So they did that a little bit differently, but it shows Stephen Wolf like coming back and it gave you like a scene with the Flash. I don't want to spoil it, but the All Flash right. had like a great scene at the end where he he does like something that I didn't think you were going to do in the movie. Okay. Okay. But that that was a great scene. It was an all around great movie. Four hours. Woo. It didn't feel like it to me. All right. I loved every minute of it. All right. So like I said, I'm in 15 minutes of it, so I still got four hours left still. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So right. no, no. If you don't like it, you'll at the very least you'll be surprised that it's that much better okay. than the original one because the original one was absolute. All right. See, I didn't know this was just a remake. I thought it was a sequel. So okay, I'm. I all... think a lot of people thought it was going to be a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I I'd got say, you. and even the nightmare scene. Like mm-hmm. you'll 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 see it at the end, but the nightmare scene where they put the Joker in it, whoa, yeah, all that right. that yeah. that threw me off too. Uh-huh. I was all like, "Damn, man, Zack Snyder is like a amazing director, man." Gotcha. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm excited now, man. You got me on board. No, I was yeah. excited when it came out Thursday. Yeah. As soon as I, I got home, I was straight on to Facebook. TV. Yeah, I'm ready. And Thursday, that was late to come out on a Thursday. You know, it was. But yeah, I get off early, so it was perfect for gotcha, me. Got you, man. I got you. All right, now let's get to like some. The next one is like just future projects. This mm-hmm. one, I can't say I have future projects, but I did catch the season premiere of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I did too. That it wasn't like mind blowing, but it was a very good like opening show. Unlike WandaVision, where they kind of like reel you in over time, but this mm-hmm. one. I like how they're headed as far as like actually yeah. giving them backstory. Right, they give them both. Well, especially the Falcon and backstory. Uh, well, both you get the little um, kind of like um, they have like a normal life. You know, what I mean, besides mm-hmm. them being Avengers, they have everyday life like normal people. Um, the Falcon, they showing him with his sister and um, showing some of the uh, the uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, some of the things he's having nightmares and having to go see a psychiatrist and, mm-hmm. uh, re- reminiscing some of the things he did, did as the winter soldier when he was not, uh, he wasn't not himself. Uh, so I like that part. I like, but I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a chance just because of WandaVision, but these two guys are not my favorite characters, but, uh, they I, might I, surprise you. Yeah. Time. Okay. I did like the opening scene with the Falcon though. He was doing a lot going on fighting yeah, the girls it, in the helicopters there. That was pretty dope. It makes you fully yeah. appreciate like how good of like an, like an action star per mm-hmm. se of like the Falcon can be and how valuable he is to the Avengers. Cause he seems like he just, he was busted ass in that opening he scene. Was. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Like Falcon badass. Yeah. Like, I, like, you know, I, I enjoyed that. And if, um, the visuals too, the visuals of that was pretty dope. They gave me a lot of, um, what, what, what my TV, uh, 
it gave me a lot of special effects there, you know what I mean? But the just how clear it was for me, I was like, man, this is great visual here. So Marvel still always keeps up with that. So, but uh, yes, like I said, these are not my favorite two characters by any means, but I did enjoy that. Um, I did, I did like the interaction he had with his sister and his nephews there when they went back to Louisiana and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, I did like that. And what'd you think about the um, the new Captain America? The, 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 <sighs> <laughs> and so this guy is actually a, a another character in the, in the comic books, correct? He's going to end up being someone else. I think he does end up being something else. I can't remember exactly what right. it was, but right. I hear like he's just he's not who he seems to be. Right, but he does have the same um, kind of thing. They gave him the same thing they gave to Cap, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like he's, he's all souped up. Just, yeah. I when I first saw that, I was like, first off, I was thinking, I don't know. Maybe I was just judging too much, but I was thinking like, man, this dude is ugly. Like he got like a jawline, like like, yeah. like the dude off fucking like Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a, and I was so. looking like like really because at first when I first saw the show, mm-hmm. I hated the idea that Sam Wilson was giving the shield back to the government. Yeah, because I was yeah. like like really why are you doing that? Like Cat wanted you to have the shield. Right. Like why don't you just keep it and like take on the mantle? Mm-hmm. And I I understood his explanation of. You know, he still feels like that shield belongs to somebody else. Like he felt yeah. like he didn't deserve it, so he's right. like being humble about it. Yeah, yeah. but I'll still feel like like don't dishonor your friendship like with Cap mm-hmm. by giving that back to the government. Because one thing we learned over the timeline over Marvel films, you don't trust the government. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, and they're not always on their side. So. so yeah, as soon as I saw that new Cap, I knew it was gonna be a new Cap because they had to have like somebody to be like a mascot or whatever mm-hmm. to take on that new mantle to be in the new Captain America. But as soon as I saw that dude, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what, oh like, man, it's just the betrayal. Just the betrayal. Judging, yeah. Like maybe Chris Evans was too handsome of a guy yeah, for you to follow. Yeah. But I was looking at this dude like, like who the hell is it? like his stunt double? Right, right. It didn't look yeah. right at first, and then I do like the storyline that they're giving um, the Winter Soldier about how he's going on like a redemption tour, so to yeah, speak, to try yeah. to, you know, I guess like fix up his past. Well, not fix up his past, but I guess yeah. kind of like um, to um, yeah. <sighs> Not embrace it. That feels like the wrong word, but he's trying to like. Um, he just ha- he has to accept what he did, you know. Closure, I guess. some closure, some clarity there. Yeah, because he's he he know he he left like a trail of like misery, and right, sorrow right, from all the killing that he's done when he was under mind control from mm-hmm. Hydra. But this one was just more like it felt very real. Like he was actually going through some. Shit. Yeah, it was an emotional attachment to that. You so know, I so. like how they're leading us down that road mm-hmm. with him as like the redemption, and then I feel like you. Eventually, they're going to end up using each other. He's going to like talk Sam into like saying like, "Hey, you're worthy of this shield." Right. Like, yeah. don't mess that up. Well, they both were friends with Cap. You know, I mean, I'm not sure they even really got along. Did they? Did they? Were no, they I like how they're doing like the yeah. whole the whole buddy cop thing. Like they don't get along. <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I, that was very yeah. funny to watch them yeah. like interact with one another on the on the big screen. So yeah. I, I did like how that was going. Right. But right. This partnership, like on the small screen, I think is going to work beautifully okay. for the both of them. Yeah. Especially with story development. For yeah. Samuels. And they're totally two different people. So, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, but that was a very good opening episode. Yeah. For it was pretty good. That, that, that actually, I don't want to say it surprised me, but I like where they're going with it, especially how they're building up like uh, Zemo as the bad guy for, yeah. them, for this season. Because yeah. if you don't remember Zemo, he was a dude that, originally tore up the Avengers in Civil War by exposing uh, Winter Soldier to Tony Stark, saying that, hey, this is the guy that killed your parents. Right. And Cap has covered that up from you, so you really need to watch your uh-huh. this guy. Okay. So, bravo to y'all. Yes. Y'all, y'all got it's me great. engaged it's, again. Yeah, I'm like, we're ready for the next installment was next Friday, so, oh, All for right. sure, for sure. Now, current events... I didn't have much this week, but just because this is where my wheelhouse is and this mm-hmm. is where I put all my faith in, drive-in movie theaters... I like to let everybody know that this weekend is going to be the opening weekend for Triway. For for them, I think they have like four screens there. Where's this? At, Huntington? Uh, Triway, I think it's in Plymouth. Oh, okay. So, so that's quite a hike from, from our city. Now, for me, yeah. this is the big four because I go through these like every single year with my family because uh-huh. the drive-in is just our thing. Now, there's the there's Triway. There's 1324. I can't remember where that is. Then Auburn. Then there's Huntington, and then there's the Auburn Garrett. One. Yeah, Auburn Garrett is the one. Now, I've only been to that one. We, yeah. I've been to all these, and I go to all these every year, pretty much since my my kids were young. Right. So I go there every year to support because I my dream is to own a drive-in movie theater. Wow. Okay, that's different. Yeah. No. You know, we're trying to bring that back. That's uh, <coughs> you know, I I like the actual movie theater 
uh, feel, but you know, if you have a family and you you, you know you want to get, you can. That's fair. You, you know, sitting in the car with the radio, and I'm like, ah, no, this it's is great, different. It's great yeah. nostalgia. They don't yeah. have like the same. Yeah. In case y'all haven't been to a drive-in theater, yeah. they don't have those old school metal speakers that you hang no. on your window. No, 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 no. They got away with that. They actually do the FM tuning. So right, yeah, you got to turn to a station to tune into what they got. And that sometimes was, you get two movies, right? You get two movies. No, two movies yeah. is is usually the standard. Like later on in the season, like the mm-hmm. beginning and the end of the season, sometimes they'll give you three mm-hmm. for the true movie theater okay. uh, buffs like myself who want to stay there and watch that. But you gotta you gotta sit through like a Disney movie and then or something yeah. like a cartoonish movie and then a and then they throw in uh, the the premiere movie. You know, because no, so. their rep- their recipe is pretty much that they, they uh, gravitate towards like kids movies, just mm-hmm. get the kids in cage because that's right. where they make all their money. Yeah, the kids yeah, in. yeah. And that's pretty much what the the nostalgia of the drive in theater is that yeah. you just keep. The kids there, and they like to buy all the food. And I, for one, enjoy driving theater food. Mm-hmm. It's good and cheap, and it's 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 like festival food. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not gonna blow your socks off. No, but it's no. definitely a hell of a lot better but than that steroid hot dog you get at the movie theater. Yeah, but you can bring your own stuff, and nobody's gonna check your car for your pizza. And no, they it's... actually do that now. They do they, do that. No, no, they actually they're actually embracing that. And I was actually I was actually in love with them about this. If you pay a fee. I can't remember what it is, like 10 bucks or something like that per car. You can bring in your outside food because just like regular theaters that mm-hmm. independently own, they're making their money off the concession. So okay. at the very least, they're like, like, look, people are going to sneak in their food. Like right. Some theaters, I can't remember which one. It might be a triway, I think, where they actually check your car. Really? They, they take that seriously. They're like, no, don't sneak your shit in. Don't sneak well, people damn. in. I thought that was the whole purpose. Uh, you can get you a, you bring your beer and your pizza and your tacos and you can just oh no you know, if you're up front with them saying hey I'm bringing that stuff I want to pay the fee they'll now, let you in with it how do you, you know I just you know I went as a kid with my parents and I always felt like I couldn't see I had to like scoot up to the front to see you know what I mean that does suck yeah, because they yeah. do have this thing where they're trying to park certain cars in certain areas like mm-hmm. they're not trying to have like the trucks and minivans in the front too gotcha. where nobody gotcha. can see they're right. trying to say hey right. go to the back. Yeah, put your put your hood down. People want to see. They right. actually have a security walking around, making sure people are keeping their stuff level. Yeah, yeah. So they're taking it more seriously. So they're actually understanding. They actually listen to the actual consumers. Okay. And trying to get stuff right. Gotcha. Now it's not a great theater experience if you're like a movie buff where you actually have to see like a good quality screen. Yeah, that's. But if it's like been out for like a week and yeah. you've seen already, you want to see it again yeah. or like a kids movie, it's perfect. Okay. So yeah, that's travels, where I lie as far as I want a good visual and all the noise and the DTS sound and. Oh, the IMAX screen. That's what I'm looking at when I go. Because that puts it's me in the vibe, vibe for a movie. Because so. I actually have, like, my big boom box. That oh, I have. okay, okay, okay. So I have, like, my own sound quality check right gotcha. there. Gotcha. So. Yeah, you're all right, all right. So, yeah, but for the most part, yeah, it's, it's to, a good experience. And to take the whole family, I'm sure it's cheaper than taking them to AMC Hell theaters. Yeah, yeah it's you say, so much I gotta cheaper. I got to sell my car one time just to watch a movie like that damn seventy dollars for two people i know i man that's where i really regret having like a family <laughs> somebody can't make it we'll just I, tell I, you about I, it when we get back so, you know how many times i yeah. looked at my kids like y'all eat before y'all got here right? yeah right right y'all don't need nothing to drink like damn i'm thirsty like and where do they go to water fountain i know and then when it what where do they pee they got they got porta potties I'm oh sure. no! They actually have like an actual like building with like restrooms. Ah, yeah, yeah, like okay, that. okay. So yeah, yeah they're not leaving out of the porta potty. No, no, it's not bad. It's mm-hmm. it's it's still like a you kind of like a roughing it a little bit. Yeah, if you yeah. want to sit out in the, it's just cheaper. You know, it's so. cheaper. It's more interaction like with other people around. You know, especially. and it was perfect for COVID because yeah. they kept you at and, distance. Yeah, and you know what? I always feel like at a drive-in or times I maybe went two or three times. You ever seen Twister? When the tornado comes and rip up the drive-in as they're oh, watching. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like that Twister is just going to pop out right behind. Especially in Auburn because it's way out in the country. I'm always looking around yeah. like, man, I, you sure there's no tornadoes out here? I ain't trying to be getting my the car fly away right now. So, yeah. So, that's what I think about every I time think, I go to a yeah, drive-in. Yeah, Auburn is probably like my favorite one because I mm-hmm. like their food there and my kids like it there. I don't but, remember. But you Huntington is usually the one that we go to because this is the one that's closest to. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got to be careful going to these little towns like that. We we're not always wanted in uh, some of these sundowners. So. Oh, no. no they, they, they know me. Okay, okay. Because I go there all the time, and plus I donate uh, I donated masks to them last year, all so right. I actually know the owner. Right, all right. So all right. I'm not him. trying to get free stuff out of them. I was yeah. like, hey, I love your theater. I okay. want to make sure y'all keep in business. Y'all yeah. stay safe. So. It's a, quite a hike and for us to be in the, going to these little small it, towns. It is, so. it is in the boonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. 
it's it's moments like that where mm-hmm. I'm reminded that I'm black. Right, because right. Because they looking at me like I'm exotic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like for what's he sure, doing here? For sure. For sure. And it's sometimes it's not even the, the parents, it's the kids that give you that long stare. It's like they don't they've never seen anything quite like this before. The parents are Yeah, used I get to, that. The parents are used to being uncomfortable, but it's the kids that give you that. You, you're not from here, obviously. So, but well, for the most part, they're pretty cool. But they definitely look mm-hmm. at you like, "Damn, I ain't never seen one of them around here." Right? <laughs> like, no, it ain't like that. What you doing around here, boy? No, no. Hopefully not. Hopefully we can all get past that. So, well, for but, the most part, once mm-hmm. you find a love for something like that, right. like like being a Cowboys fan, like you don't see race after that. He's no. like, you, you like the star, like I do. Yeah. But you good with me? Uh, okay. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, for the most part, I've had no problems, but. Right. Right. Drive-in is definitely a great pastime for me. Great okay. nostalgia for that. So. For sure. I was going to talk about um, what I wanted to. Well, I was going to. We were, we already mentioned it, but on March thirty first, the Godzilla Kong coming out. What do you think about that? I am looking forward to that because mm-hmm. usually I'm skeptical of like when they create their own like um, universe. They got their like, own yeah. universe because, yeah. like I said, the Mummy was like a bad outing for uh-huh. the first try on that one, trying to create that dark like a uh, monster universe, mm-hmm. whatever. But for the most part, crossover movies, I maybe I'm one of the rare ones that actually liked it, but I actually liked the um, where they did like a um, split and um what's the other one where Bruce was? Unbreakable. Unbreakable. I and then yeah. they made like uh, Mr. Glass. Yeah, Mr. Glass. They were like universe yeah. like Yeah, they like put trilogy. all those together, yep. I actually liked that. Me too. Yeah, I thought it was good. I know a lot of people complain that it wasn't that good, but I'm like, did you watch Unbreakable? Did yeah, you watch Unbreakable Split? Unbreakable was a great movie, and Split, Split was really was good. Split was amazing. Really it, good, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, so when it came together, I liked that. So when they do the Godzilla one, mm-hmm. I think, are they connected this one to like, um, I'm guessing Skull Island? Yeah, well, yeah, because the same people who hunted down Godzilla, you know, they, they're called a monarch. They yeah. they have something to do. Uh, if you've seen Skull Island, they yeah you've seen it. Yeah, well, uh, I think it was like a what John Goodman and yeah, 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 like he had like the monarch the guy logo. from Compton. Um, um, I wish to call it uh, uh, straight out of Compton. He he's in a play. Dr. Oh, Dre. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in that. And uh, yeah, they're the same people who hunted down Godzilla, hunted down, helped you know look, locate King Kong, mm-hmm. and Kong is a baby in this in this yeah. version. So. And in, in the in the highlights in the trailers, Kong is as big as Godzilla. So mm-hmm. uh, Godzilla is probably three hundred feet. So guys, King Kong has to be up there somewhere. So I'm I'm excited to see. Only thing I want to know is Kong is a, a primate, if you say. You know, mm-hmm. he's kind of smart. You know, what I mean, even in that yeah. movie, he took a, a anchor and wrapped it around his his hand, and he was fighting those little ugly lizard things on his yeah. planet on his uh, on his island that he lived on. And uh, apparently he cannot leave that island. Some kind of force field around that island. Yeah, and so, that kind of threw me off when mm-hmm. he did that whole setup. Like, if he can't leave the island, like, how the hell right. does he get out? Ah, uh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> they got in it pretty well, but it was like some kind of, not only to have some kind of storm, there's some kind of shield that he, he they show him try to throw something through it and it bounces back at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that's another element they might have added. But I'm excited because I actually like the Godzilla Kings of Monsters with uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. I like the and original Vera Godzilla. Well, I don't like, like not the original, one, but the remake Mar- one that they made with Matthew Broderick. No, God no. No, no. but I say hell no. Which, no, I mean like the, I mean like the Godzilla they made. Oh, oh, with Brian Cranston, one. the first one with Brian. Yeah, Cranston? yeah. that yeah. one. That that one was really good to me. No, I, I didn't that like one. that one. Uh, I didn't like that one. The second one was good, but the first one, they didn't show enough Godzilla for me. Uh, well, that's sh- kind of. I, I, I I'm not mad at that that little mystique of yeah. like you know you seeing them, then they make this build up to. Uh-huh. But at the very least, the way Godzilla looked. How they designed them as opposed to that bullshit movie that Matthew Broderick was in. Oh no, nah, yeah, that was terribly goofy, it, and it was, yeah, they loafed it up with that one. But yeah, I could, I was so excited to watch that original Godzilla, the, the one that we talked with Brian Cranston. I was so excited, and it was just a big letdown. But they made up for it a little bit with the uh, King, King of Monsters, Monsters when they added the um, the, the three headed serpent type thing and. I thought Godzilla. Now, just looking like Godzilla's the uh, the uh, the bad uh, playing on the bad side here, because yeah, it kinda, feels like they're using yeah, Kong to hunt Kong, Godzilla. Yeah, or, yeah, or or to create some kind of major battle. I thought Godzilla was on our side, uh, at least in the last couple movies he's been. But maybe he's a little tired of our ass too. So yeah, maybe uh, it's kind of like that enemy of mine. Mm-hmm, he's my friend for sure. Thing, so. I don't think he cares either way. We're just kind of like. If we if we bother him, then he might do something. But you know, if there's another monster that's 
uh, you know, he's kind of like challenged by, you know, then he's going to step up and fight that monster. Not for us, just yeah. for him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but, the second one, the King of Monsters felt like he wasn't like, um, right. Like a weapon that they can control. They just basically aim him in a certain right. direction. So they try yeah. to use him to their benefits. So yeah. I understood that. Point. Yeah. And, and and Kong has an affliction for little white girls, too, for some reason, <laughs> or white women. For, so he's always got something going on there. But uh, he, I ain't mad at him. I he, like sma- he smashes heads on everybody else, but that one little woman he saves every time. So I'm excited to see, though. That's March 31st. And that may be old Max once again. Uh, oh, so, Lord. yeah. All right, so now we got, we're going to skip one of our segments where we're doing, like, hit or flop. Look, we'll get to that one next week because there's – I was going to discuss Justice League. It was a hit or flop, but I'm going to wait for you to get in. Yeah, I'm going to catch up on it. So. Okay, so I'll give you half the deck. We're just going right. to do our Family Feud segment. We'll pick a random card. No, I'm definitely going to try to find one where I think that you might actually flourish because a lot of these cards, as I look at them, I'm like, oh, I would never – ever get that so let's see which one i have here this one all right okay maybe maybe this one is close enough to you where you'll you'll probably get it it's not exactly horror but it's close enough in my mind all right this for you there's six answers on this one it's like name a movie that features a serial killer a movie that features a serial killer yeah huh so the, the the you're saying that the serial killer is the main draw. Yeah, like he's like the main character, or I guess like the, um, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the main draw of the movie, so to speak. What about uh, uh, No Country for Old Men? No, that's not on there. Okay, um, that is a good movie. That's though. real. <laughs> we gotta have to talk about that one too. That's uh, known for a killer. Halloween? Uh, nope. Yeah, but believe me, once I start naming these off, you'll 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 catch the drift of how it's going to go. Okay, okay. You mind if I give you a hint? Yeah, give me one. one Give me one. Um, Hannibal is an example of a movie about a serial killer. Okay. So, so Hannibal is um, Silence of the Lamb. Yep. Okay. That's number one. Okay. Okay. Um, I I can't. It's hard to think right off the top of my head. You know what I mean? So I want to say I've probably seen like most of these movies, not all of them. All right, I might need another hint here. Uh, okay, let's to... knock one off the board that I don't think that you probably would have got. Uh, Zodiac. You seen that? Movie? I have seen the Zodiac. The Zodiac Killer. Yep, from San that, Francisco. Yeah, yep. that was a great movie for me. Okay. Yeah. Any more hints before you give out a name? Uh, uh, Christian Bale starred in one of these. He starred in one of these. Yeah, I don't. Know. Oh wait, maybe it's not that one. Maybe it's a different version. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I still throwing it because uh, Psycho. Oh. I think his was like American Psycho. Was that his? I don't remember him in that, any. It was one yeah. of those movies where it was early on, and I remember it was Christian Bale. I was like, damn, he did a good job in yeah, that one. I, I think I vaguely remember. Uh, I was going to give you the last ones. Uh-huh. The last one is, oh, last three is Ted Bundy. Okay. okay. I've never seen that one. And uh-uh. one is, the other one is Seven. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were. Yeah, that's because that's uh, more that was Freeman and Brad Pitt. Uh, um, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin Spacey. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's yeah. in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> Just don't look, son. Don't uh, look. Uh, that's dramatic. That was definitely right one there. of my favorite. Endings. Oh no! What's in the What's in the box? I gotta look. He had to look, and he ended up being something he didn't want to see. You think so. Brad Pitt gets tired of people walking up to him yelling at? It, what's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Morgan Freeman ran from across the country. Seemed like to get there. Like, man, where is he running from? They put him six miles away, you know, so. You know, I heard that Denzel's supposed to play the Brad Pitt part in that movie. Really? I'm pretty sure he had other fish to fry. No, I'm he said he, he turned might, it yeah, down. Yeah, I think he regretted that. Yeah. I think he does regret yeah. it, but he, I think he said he turned it down because it felt like it was too demonic. Like oh, it was evil. Movie, right, but right. I get it. And it's one of the creepiest things I remember back then. Okay, I got, I got something for you. Name something a movie hero can't do without. Name something a movie hero can't do without. A villain? Number one answer. Okay. Um, can't do it. A love interest? I think you got this card before. You're right. No, on no I'm thinking about a, like yeah. a superhero movie. Like they got to they gotta get the girl. Yeah. They got to kill the That's bad the number guy. two answer. Um, can't do without. Can't do without. Um, a hero that can't do without. Uh, can't do without. A sidekick? Nope. It's not. It's uh, one X. Um, 
this here I can't do without um weapon? Weapon, that's on there. Okay. Yep. Uh can't do without how many more answers? You got two more. Oh shit. I'll probably we'll get this one. I can't do it without Love interest, weapon. Think about uh, Spider Man and Mary Jane. Like a like a horrible backstory. Yeah, <laughs> that too. That too. Oh, yeah. Um I can't do it without um a girlfriend. Oh, I already said love interest. Yeah. Let me just uh, give these out. Yeah, because this one yeah. stumped me. Superpowers and um someone to rescue. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Damsel uh, in distress. Okay. Yeah. yeah we yeah, were just perfect. talking about King Kong. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Now let's finish this off with our hidden gems. This is definitely my favorite part of the show where you guys can actually get put on to some great movies and shows. Now mine for this week is the Lincoln Lawyer okay. with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, well, you can't go wrong now, with him. So. I like this movie because this was an important turning point in his career for mm-hmm. me. Because he was starting to get into that little phase of his career where he was going to do those romantic comedies. Uh-huh. Like um, Failure to Launch, that yeah, kind of yeah. bullshit that yeah, he was getting uh, into. Just being favorite. the handsome guy yeah. with the love interest. No, the this Texas one, accent. Well, yeah. No, this was the one where he actually stepped in and did some real fucking acting. Okay. And this one... He killed this movie. It was a great suspense mm-hmm. movie. I like the twists and turns and keeping him guessing until the end. I think um, Ryan Phillippe is in this one, who's in one of my favorite shows, Shooter. Okay, yeah. on TBS. Uh-huh. This was a great movie. And because Brian Cranston, I forgot he was in it man, just now. He does now. a lot, man. He does a he lot. He's not just Malcolm in the middle. So. If you look <laughs> at him in his career, man, this yeah. dude is fully unappreciated. For sure. So y'all need sure. to see him and just tell him thank you when yes. you ever see him. Yeah, he does a lot that you don't know about. Too, no, so. but Lincoln Lawyer is a very, very good movie. I believe it's on Hulu right now. Mm-hmm. It might be on Amazon Prime. It might be free to you uh, Prime subscribers, but that was an important movie for me this is like when he turned his whole career around and became like a serious actor again okay they started doing interstellar and like a, yeah now those, the dallas buyers club we're talking now we're talking yeah. yeah so check that out you'll enjoy it you're welcome i got one uh it's called fatale um it's got michael ely from barbershop um, oh damn i heard about this yes, one uh hillary <laughs> swank is in this and uh she's still acting yeah huh? she's in this man um she's in million dollar baby and the Karate Kid remake. Uh, oh, the next Karate yeah, Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I low so, key kind of like that. I don't know why. Yeah, it's just basically uh, you reap what you sow, you watch what you do. Kind of, uh, it's a thriller. Um, Hillary Swank plays a a, 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 a police officer um, gets oh. involved with Michael Ely, who's a sports agent. And um, so I'm guessing he has for, an affair with her, or is it oh, vice versa? Uh We'll keep that under wraps. We want to. We want to. Oh. We want to. We'll give out too many spoilers because I think it'll give away too much. I think that's I saw just, the artwork. Yes. And I was like, who, all right, who the, is the side chick to who? Yes, yes. You basically reap what you sow. You watch uh, things always come back around. That's all I got to say. Things always come back around. What happens in the dark comes to light, and Hillary Swank uh, reminds Michael Ely of of that. So you know, she's and, definitely one of those actresses yeah. where it felt like she fell off, even though she's immensely talented. Right. This is the first time I've seen her like this, though. Um, she's playing. Uh, a, a really unique character in this movie, so yeah, Michael um, Ely is kind of hit and mess with him. right, right. And he was within a perfect guy or something recently, or with I a, feel like he's trying to do like a like a horror movie, like yeah. Dennis Quaid and Megan Good, like like some psycho neighbor, yeah, or yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tries to dabble. Oh, that was Drew's uh, album, wasn't it? Oh no, no, that yeah, I know which movie you're talking about. I Correct. can't remember the name yeah. of it, but yeah. as soon as I see yeah. it, it'll, it'll hit me. I, yeah, so uh, get a chance to watch Vitalia's on Redbox. You can get it in Redbox or. Renting a Fandango or something like that. So, all right. Now, this was another great episode. I've always looked forward to conversations like this. Yes, for me it's good times, week. man. We this gives me something to do besides work. <laughs> That's all I do. So, all right. Yes. I, I like to try to end it a little bit differently for us this week. I I want us to try to end the show with like a a movie quote, only because I have one that's kind of stuck in my head. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but. One movie quote that sticks out in my mind is, if life were easy, we all be doing something else. Wow, okay. Now, yeah. that was surprisingly said by Gabrielle Union okay. in the movie The Brothers. Oh, right, Which all is right. a very underrated African-American it classic. Is, it is. Yeah, that was but, one of the high school days for us, yeah. No, yeah. but that was a great quote, so I just mm-hmm. want to leave you all with that just to kind of get you guys thinking, like, because COVID is starting to, you know, wrap up. So right. really think about what you're doing because we're doing something. For us, right. this is a long time coming. Like sure. getting out on the creative side, just getting out, reaching to the people, just trying to embrace 
like this new chapter in our lives. Yes, so sir. yeah, just think Thinking about that as you move along. On positive vibes for sure, man. All right, you got a quote that go you got with, in your uh, head. It's time to it's time to kick the tires and light the fires. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's from Independence Day, and uh, oh, right before Junior gets tells Will Smith that right before they go out. And he gets tore up by the Indians. So. My wife <laughs> loves him, and yes. I have no idea why. Yeah, man, he's good. He's good. So I, uh, I don't even know if he's handsome, but it must be the singing I, thing. I, I never this, looked at him like that. But the yeah, southern yeah. accent yeah. always seems to get women. Oh, like, yeah. Whatever. Right, right. So we'll go with that one tonight. So. All right. So this wraps up another great episode of Cinemax Voss with Sean and Tommy. Thank you for listening this week, guys. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Good night. <laughs>